Here at the Doghouse, we like to delve into some charity work, and, well, we have a special person here today, a little Miss Carol Ann from the Make-A-Wish Foundation, who just wanted to be on a podcast, just one, and she chose us. Okay, we might have been the only podcast that was going to do this, so is there anything that you'd like to say to the folks on this special 250th episode of the Doghouse and the release of the brand new 2021 spreadsheets. Here. You little crazy bitch. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13 and over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. The spreadsheets are out for week one of the 2021 season. Oh, my God. It took a while to figure out how to get it out there. It is so fucking big. It has so much fucking memory. Had to compress it down into a zip file. Hopefully, everybody can open it. Um, I have different ways of doing it as well, so uh, just let me know. Let me know. But we are going to start delving into uh, this season, uh, and I need to pull up a word document because we're going to start pulling some. We're going to start pulling some names out here. Okay, so. We are going to get started right away, and we are going to start by, actually, before we pull any names, we're going to have to look at this Thursday night game uh, and actually do a little bit of news and notes because Austin Eckler was seen uh, working off to the side with trainers. Why does this not seem like it's fucking loud enough? Good Lord. Um, Was seen on the sidelines with trainers, not involved with the open uh, part of practice, uh, rumored reports are, you know, everybody's losing their fucking minds, of course, because most of our drafts are done. Um, it's something to monitor for the weekend. Well, of course it is. But, uh, from all accounts, it sounds like it could just be a rest day, uh, for him. Just kind of a maintenance type day. The same thing with that they do with like AJ Brown, Julio Jones, you know, players like that. Um, no need for him to really get hurt, you know, JK Dobbins style. So, uh, that is really the only real major news. Uh, we, everything else is with the Thursday night football game. So we will delve into that. So here we go. Thursday night game. These are not players that we're going to install into the main slate, of course. Uh, but we are going to take a look at this game real quick. Uh, Dallas at Tampa Bay tomorrow night. You're going to hear this maybe on Thursday. So tonight, uh, line open. Tampa Bay is six point favorites. Fifty three was the over under. They are now an eight and a half point favorite. Fifty one and a half is the over under. 
left tackle, or no, right guard Zach, my bad, right guard Zach Martin will not be in this game, it looks like, due to COVID uh, protocol reasons, so uh, the offensive line will be a little light for the Dallas Cowboys. Lyle Collins, the right tackle? Where's that Tyron? No, Tyron Smith's the left tackle, duh. Um, Lyle Collins will be, uh, from all accounts, available uh, for tomorrow's game. So that is a good thing. And I forgot to pull this game up. Do I want to pull this game up? No, we're going to just mess around with the spreadsheet itself. So let's take a look here. Um, You know, players of interest and whatnot. Uh, a lot of people are going to be looking at Dak Prescott. I don't really like the Cowboys side, to be completely honest, against Tampa Bay. Uh, this is something that we're going to have to pick and choose where we're going to kind of go. Um, Dak Prescott, I'm not entirely interested in. Zeke Elliott, I'm not really either, just because that Tampa Bay rush defense uh, is as good as what it is. Defense has returned all of its starters. Offense has too, but... Um, there's a couple spots that you can attack in general on Tampa Bay. Um, they are going to be without um, safety Jordan Whitehead. So that's kind of a big deal. But, uh, okay, so if I'm not looking at Dak Prescott, not looking at Zeke Elliott, we got to have some kind of piece uh, from this from this side here. Why did, why did I not get uh, pricing for the kicker here? On DK. Interesting. Interesting. Um, the guy that I'm really, a couple of guys that I'm really looking at, CD Lamb is going to be one of them. Uh, should be lining up in the slot most of the time. They will switch out with Michael Gallup. Um, and Amari Cooper does slide in there from time to time. But CD Lamb, for the most part, should be the guy that's going to be in there when they go three wide. Uh, that would have him lining up against Sean Murphy bunting. Uh, end of last season, the Buccaneers were 22nd in the league in DVOA versus wide receiver two. Uh, that's what we kind of like here. Uh, don't mind if he gets lined up on Carlton Davis from time to time as well. Uh, Mari Cooper also has an advantage on Carlton Davis. Uh, Buccaneers 18th in uh, defense versus position rank points uh, versus wide receivers. 31.1 on FanDuel, 39.9 on DK. So that's kind of a spot that I'm going to look at. So CD Lamb is the guy I'm mainly circling from the Cowboys side. If you want to kind of get fancy and kind of use Amari Cooper or Michael Gallup, I get it. Um, but I would not go too heavy in there. Tight end. Now we got Jordan Whitehead out. He would be the main guy that would cover the tight end uh, from the strong safety position. Blake Jarwin is one of the guys that I'm looking at. I do have some interest in Dalton Schultz as well, but I think you got to start one or the other. I think a lot of people are going to start Dalton Schultz just based on the fact that he played last year and completely forgetting that Blake Jarwin is the actual starter. Tampa Bay was really uh, a spot to attack with the tight end, 25th in DVOA versus the tight end position. 23rd, man, if I could learn how to talk, then it, I'm – Teaching myself how to read these things again and read it properly like last year. 23rd in DVP versus tight end position, 11.2 on FanDuel, 14 points per game on DraftKings. So Blake Jarwin is a guy that I'm going to circle. 
Uh, Tampa Bay was also 19th in DVP versus the kicker. This would be for Greg Zerline, uh, 6.81 points per game there. Uh, not going to look at the Dallas defense at all. So we'll go ahead and just skip that. Um, oh, I see what happened here. <laughs> um, no, we're not going to do that. That's right. I had to do the points there. Um, all right. So on the Tampa Bay side, Tom Brady is definitely a guy that we're going to look at. Of course, quarterbacks are going to be higher end uh, in terms of the pricing tiers. Cowboys defense at the end of last year, 21st in DVOA, pass defense, 19th in points per game to the quarterback position, 19.6 on FanDuel, 20.7 on DK. So Tom Brady definitely is a guy that I'm interested in. Running backs I would, in general, kind of be interested in if it wasn't the fucking Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I've heard a lot of Leonard Fournette out there. A lot of Leonard Fournette, which makes me want to go the Ronald Jones way. Uh, Cowboys were 23rd in rush defense DVOA, 6th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game. So I want the guy that's going to be more on the ground. That would be Ronald Jones. DVP for the running backs, 24th in the league at the end of last year, 22 points per game on FanDuel, 24.9 points per game on DraftKings. Wide receivers, there's two spots that I really want to take a look at here, and that involves uh, primarily it was Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, Godwin lining it up in the slot, although I do have some interest in Antonio Brown because he'll line up in the slot from time to time and be more of a cheaper option. Um, Dallas versus wide receiver ones last year, 25th in DVOA. Uh, 32nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver two and 18th in DVOA versus the wide receiver plus. So it's a good matchup almost exclusively all the way across the board. Uh, 31st in points per game to the, uh, allowed to the wide receiver position, 35.7 on FanDuel, 43.5 on DK. Trayvon Diggs will be the guy lining up on Mike Evans, Jordan Lewis in the slot, uh, primarily on Chris Godwin. Like I said, Antonio Brown will switch in there. Uh, Antonio Brown also has an advantage on Jordan Lewis. Uh, on the opposite side of Diggs, you're going to have Anthony Brown, and at time to time that's going to be either Brown or Chris Godwin. So both of them do hold the advantage on either or. So, And then Godwin has gotten cleared uh, from his injury designation. I believe it was a calf, and then Antonio Brown – uh, just kind of had a maintenance day yesterday to rest uh, uh, a sore knee. So keep that one in mind. Uh, Rob Gronkowski would be your tight end. The Cowboys, 29th in DVOA versus tight end position, but they were only 12th in points allowed to the tight end position. 9.5 on FanDuel, 11.6 on DK. Uh, that basically means that... Uh, they kept him out of the end zone. They kept him out, you know, from getting touchdowns and stuff. So um, definitely, definitely uh, I'm going to take a look at it. He does hold the advantage over safety, DeMonte Kazee. Um, so I'll keep it in mind. But I do believe with this Dallas pass rush that they're going to keep Gronkowski in the block from time to time. Uh, more often than not, we that's something that we've noticed Uh throughout all of last year. 
so that could mean opportunities for O.J. Howard and Cameron Brait, but I mean, really, you're kind of you're kind of getting ballsy by doing it. I don't know so much if I'm really that interested in it. Tampa Bay defense uh, against the Cowboys. Cowboys allowing 25th most points uh, to opponents' defenses at 7.56. But just remember that most of that came uh, when Andy Dalton and all the other quarterbacks that were filling in uh, were in there for most of the season. Dak Prescott getting hurt in Week 5. So um, I'm not going to buy into that. If you want to kind of play the under of this game, and say that Tampa Bay could take advantage of some Dak turnovers being rusty. All right, you can sell me on it. But I don't know how much I'm I'm going to really go go there. I'm gonna only I'm probably only gonna run one lineup. I don't know if I'm gonna use the defense unless I need the savings and just say kind of fuck it. They're going to blow them out. So if you're looking for the blowout, if you're expecting the blowout, then you're probably using the defense. But to me, I think it's kind of foolish. But I've been wrong before. I've mentioned the defense and then had it go off and saying that I wasn't going to play it, and it's gone off. So stranger things have happened. Early Sunday games. Let's get started here. Philadelphia at Atlanta. Atlanta opened as a four-point favorite. 47.5 was the over-under. Currently, Atlanta is still a three and a half point favorite. Forty eight is the over under. Uh, who are we looking at here? Uh, probably looking at a guy like Jalen Hurts. Um, past defense of the Falcons, nineteenth in DVOA, thirty first in points allowed to the quarterback position. They haven't gotten much better in this offseason either, uh, allowing twenty four uh, points per game on FanDuel, twenty six point one on DK. So. Uh, Jalen Hurts, if you look at his pricing points here, 7,600 on FanDuel, 26 on Yahoo. I'm switching this up, okay? I put the two half-point PPR sites together and left the full-point PPR site on the on the far right side. Um, so it's going to be FanDuel, Yahoo, DraftKings this year instead of FanDuel, DraftKings, Yahoo, like it what has been in previous years. So just pay attention to that. I will make a note of that in the write-up that will consistently be at the top that this change has happened. So just pay attention, okay? Uh, so Jalen Hurts, uh, Fand- I'm going to read it. FanDuel Yahoo DraftKings pricing, FanDuel Yahoo DraftKings ranking. Again, the price rankings are from most expensive at the position to least expensive at the position, Okay. All right, here we go. This is like the fastest. You got to read it too. So, 7,600, 26, 6,400, 7, 14, and 9. Very, very good value for the quarterback there, especially for a running quarterback. So, we definitely have to consider him this year. Um, Why? Why did it come out looking like that? That's, that looks rather. Look rather small. Oh my goodness. Dear Mother of God. I'm gonna have to figure this one out. Can't have it be that small. Alright, maybe I am keeping it in that formatting. I'm just gonna have to raise the percentage. 
zoom it in a little bit, make it a little bit easier to read. So Jalen Hurts, we're putting him in there. Uh, typically, we don't start running backs versus the Atlanta Falcons, so I'm going to go ahead and pass on Miles Sanders. We'll see what happens there. Uh, like a couple of wide receivers here in Devonta Smith and Jalen Rager, the Eagles, <laughs> good God, the Falcons, 26 uh, in DVOA versus both the wide receiver one and the wide receiver two, which Smith and Rager are. 32nd in points per game at the end of last season, 37.4 on FanDuel, 47.3 on DK. Uh, with the rookies, they do not have a rating over on Pro Football Focus, so I just took it as a 50 rating um, versus uh, you know whatever corner that's primarily going to cover them. Um, you're going to see that uh, A.J. Terrell should primarily be covering Devonta Smith, Fabian Monroe covering Jalen Rager. Uh, slight advantages there. Um, Jalen Rager was not rated very highly, <laughs> highly last season, so um, that kind of is what it is. I do have a lot more interest in the rookie in Devonta Smith. Uh, do believe that he's better than, you know, just that <clears throat> starting point, uh, rating that I gave him, uh, and he can definitely beat A.J. Terrell. So I'm going to consider taking a shot on him, uh, pricing 5,300, 17, and 4,500. Good for 54th, 26th, and 45th, which means that's a hell of a savings uh, at the wide receiver position, and that's one of the reasons why I'm really considering taking a shot on him uh, because we can generally take advantage of the upside there. Um. And uh, uh, he's got a ton of it. The rookie's got a ton of it. He's going to be on that Astro turf field. So uh, liking it, liking it there down there in the dome. Uh, tight ends, Dallas Goddard and Zach Ertz here. The Eagles, 23rd in DVOA versus tight end, 28th in points per game, uh, 12.6 on FanDuel, 15.5 on DK. So this is kind of a troubling spot. Um, because with the two tight ends right now, uh, Zach Ertz not getting traded this off season, it's really going to be kind of a, um, it, it, it's probably going to be more of a wait and see what happens here, uh, between the two. We'll see what the snap shares are, see if they do run a t more of a 12 personnel with both of them on the field and see who, uh, Hertz really wants to target. If you look at the pricing, fifty nine uh, for Dallas Goddard, fifty nine hundred sixteen and forty eight hundred, good for four nine and four. Zach Ertz, five thousand sixteen thirty eight hundred, good for sixteenth, ninth, and sixteenth. So there's no savings whatsoever uh, between the two on Yahoo, but there is a nine hundred dollar and one thousand dollar savings. Uh, between FanDuel and DK, between the two tight ends. So is that going to play in? I don't know. Um, in reality, I don't know. If, like I said, I don't know if it's going to be a spot that I really want to attack, to be completely honest. On the other side with Atlanta, we have Matt Ryan facing an Eagles defense that was 24th in DVOA pass defense, 18th in points allowed to the quarterback position at 19.3 and 20.5 on DK. Um, I am going to consider him. Um, the only problem is, would he be a guy that we would trust for cash? Think about it. I mean, in general, 
I don't know if Atlanta really is the team that's going to stay ahead uh, in this game. Um, that's kind of what I need to figure out, is kind of figure out the game scripting here uh, and decide how they're going to do it, really. So generally attacking the Eagles, you're going to attack through the air because the rush defense uh, has been pretty good versus not only the running back on the ground, but through on, uh, in the passing game. So... Gonna definitely take a look at that. Like I said, this is the first run. So, but Matt Ryan, seventy three hundred twenty seven and six thousand, good for ten, twelve, and thirteen. So he gets a little bit better value as you go from FanDuel to DraftKings. DraftKings being the best over there. Uh, so definitely consider, but mostly probably for GPP. I don't really want to trust him for cash at all. Looking at the running backs, I'm not going to attack. Eagles with the running back, 13th in DVOA rush defense, 8th in DVOA versus the running back in the passing game, 13th in points allowed to the running back position at 19.1 on FanDuel and 21.8 on DK. Now, you can make the argument that he that Mike Davis is cheap, going to handle primarily most of the workload. Uh, Wayne Gallman not ready, so Corderell Patterson is technically listed as his backup right now. Mike Davis, 6,200, 17, and 5,400. Good for 17, 21, and 22. Like I said, I typically don't like to use running backs versus the Eagles. I'll take another little look in there, but, you know, especially since he's getting a considerable workload, uh, you would like to think that the Atlanta Falcons would like to slow this down a little bit, uh, keep that offense off the field, but we don't know. We just don't know right now. So we'll take a look. Uh, Calvin Ridley and Russell Gage have the two best uh, setups here. Calvin Ridley will be facing Darius Slay, has a tremendous advantage on Darius Slay. Uh, Russell Gage will face Avante Maddox whenever he's in the slot. Okay. So Calvin Ridley uh, facing a... uh, Eagles pass defense, 32nd in DVOA versus wide receiver one. Russell Gage facing the 31st rated DVOA defense versus wide receiver two. Olamide Zacchaeus, uh, 20th ranked DVOA defense versus the wide receiver plus. Uh, The, oh man, this all got screwed up. The Eagles thirty give up thirty two point six points on FanDuel to wide receivers, forty point seven on DK to wide receivers, twenty fourth in DVP. So it's a pretty good matchup. Uh, the guy that I would pri- probably primarily focus though, as far as wide receivers are concerned, are is pretty much just Calvin Ridley. I'm not really looking into Russell Gage too much. I do believe that. The Falcons will run more two tight end, which means that you'll see a lot of Kyle Pitts, Hayden Hurst here. Uh, so Calvin Ridley, 8,130 and 7,900, good for fourth, fifth, and third. Russell Gage, we are going to skip. Kyle Pitts is kind of interesting, okay? I don't know if I can run run him out, though, just based on the fact. I mean, I probably trust him a little bit more than the Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz type deal. Um, Eagles are, were 26 in DVOA versus tight ends, 22nd in DVP versus tight end position. 
gave up 11 points per game on FanDuel, 14, uh, 13.8 on DK. What is going on here? Can I combine this? Can I merge it? Oh, okay. Never mind. Can't merge in center. Damn it. I fucked this up. Any which way. So Kyle Pitts generally is actually pretty expensive. But like I said, he should. He'll slip. I've said it in the offseason. He will slip out um, into the flat from time to time. So what we need to think about is whether or not that's worth taking a shot on him. Uh, 6,019 and 4,400 good for third, third and eighth in the price rankings for tight ends. So really need to, really need to think about this. Um, I don't know how popular he's going to be, so he might be more of kind of a high upside, high, high risk, high reward type guy when it comes to the tight end position. So, We'll keep it in mind. I've inserted him in, in there. I, blah, 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 blah. I have inserted him in there, and we'll take a look at it uh, as the week progresses. So, and we'll do a couple of different things. I'll take a look through Pro Football Focus. Probably do that one tomorrow uh, and take a look. There's a couple of things. If you look at Pro Football Focus, now you'll see on the right side of the uh, spreadsheet. I did do the wide receiver cornerback matchups and the tight end safety matchups. I did that all uh, by hand um, as far as digging in, grabbing their ratings, and redoing everything because what they did in pro football focus is instead of picking an actual corner that was going to cover them for most of the time, they decided to take the players this year and just put them up against every single secondary piece and give you a rating on whether or not it was a great matchup or not uh, in a, you know, in kind of their percentage type deal. I don't like that. I, it's nice. We'll go over it. Um, but I mean, you really want to know who the main guy is going to cover You know that they're not always going to shadow cover on there. They're always going to kind of get off. But, I mean, you can grab that if they have a great matchup against the guy that's going to be covering them, um, and you know that's the primary guy, you can always take a look at all the other uh, the other cornerbacks while you're on there and decide for yourself whether or not that's a guy that you really want to trust or not. So take it for what it's worth. Um, we'll go through it. Like I said, we, we have Thursday night, we have Friday night, uh, and then definitely Friday to go through, you know, on the podcast and stuff. So, uh, but we got to get moving here because I'm at about 26 minutes. So don't want to spend too much time on each one, but all right. Pittsburgh at Buffalo, Buffalo opened as a five and a half point favorite. 51 was the over under Buffalo went up to a six and a half point favorite 48 and a half though for the over under. So it dropped a little bit. Um, do expect the Buffalo Bills to stay ahead in this game, which kind of intrigues me with Ben Roethlisberger, but I really don't want to use a quarterback, you know, a quarterback really against uh, the Buffalo Bills. So I th- believe, in my opinion, I'm going to go ahead and skip that. Najee Harris is kind of interesting. He's priced down a bit at 6520 and 6300 good for 15, 16, and 14. So he's priced pretty well against a uh, uh, 17th ranked DVOA rush defense. 
Uh, 15th versus running backs in the passing game, 20th in points allowed to the running back position at 21.3 and 24.5. So he kind of does fit the criteria that we need here. Uh, It's just whether or not he's going to be able to get the job done. Um, We will go ahead and insert him because he is that pretty decent price in there. And granted, remember, this is the first time going through, so it's going to be a lot, probably a lot of players I'm going to pull out of here, but it'll be a nice, nice uh, pool that we'll be able to pull from and, you know, kind of keep developing, kind of get keep getting rid of guys uh, the more and more research that we do here this week, okay? So now we're going to go to the wide receivers. Granted, the Buffalo Bills were fifth in uh, DVP versus the wide receiver position, 28.4 on FanDuel, 36.3 on DK. Uh, but I do like Deontay Johnson just based on the fact that they were pretty poor against wide receiver ones uh, all of last year. So I want to take and kind of take a look at this and see if we can take advantage of it because Deontay Johnson is Ben Roethlisberger's number one. Okay, Should be facing Levi Wallace most of the time except when he switched sides. 23rd, the Bills were 23rd in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. Third versus the wide receiver two, and fourth versus the wide receiver plus. So this is kind of interesting, and I like the price. 6,600, 20, and 6,300, good for 15 across the board there. So I do believe Deontay Johnson is definitely a guy that we'll want to take a look at. Uh, offers some salary cap release uh, relief. Uh, probably the best over on DK just because he gets the full point uh, per reception there. Now, the Buffalo Bills were 13th in DVOA versus the tight end position, uh, but they were 25th in DVP versus tight end, 11.4 on FanDuel, 14.4 on DK. So it's kind of interesting. With them being 25th, that means they do give up touchdowns to the tight end position. Um I just don't see myself going Eric Ebron and even more so with Pat Fryermuth, the rookie. Yeah, he scored in, you know, he scored a couple touchdowns in one of the preseason games, but just isn't a guy that I really want to trust, to be just completely honest with you. I just don't see it. But it is what it is. So now we have Josh Allen. Uh, if we flip over to the Bills, going against the number one pass defense, uh, second in DVP versus quarterback position, 15.3 on FanDuel, 15.6 on DK. I have some interest here just based on the fact that um, I don't believe in this Pittsburgh secondary. The only problem is do I really want to pay for it? Um He's 8,135 and 7,400, good for third, fourth, and third across the board. Uh, so to me, I don't know if he's that somebody that I really want to take a risk on. The running backs, definitely I don't, considering that Steelers are still pretty good up front. Uh, rush defense, uh, DVOA f- uh, fifth in the league, 14th in DVOA versus running backs in the passing game. The guy that I really have some a lot of interest in as far as the higher priced wide receivers is Stefan Diggs here. Uh wide receiver ones versus Steelers have always been pretty good, especially if they've been covered by Joe Hayden. And guess what? He's being covered by Joe Hayden. You don't want to get too heavy though in this I don't think in this past game. And 
passing game versus the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, at least not yet. Um, like I said, with Josh Allen, I'm going to take a look at it. He's probably going to come out. But uh, Steelers were 24th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, fourth versus wide receiver two, and second versus wide receiver plus. Those will get those numbers will get worse. We talked about this this off season. 12th in points allowed to the wide receiver position, 27.3 on FanDuel, 34 on DK. Stephon Diggs comes in 7,900, 32, and 7,600, good for 6, 3rd, and 6. So definitely probably a guy that I'm going to avoid over on Yahoo, but you're getting decent value for uh, a near elite wide receiver. Um, another guy that I'm going to keep an eye on, okay, and this comes down to <clears throat> availability for one Emmanuel Sandal- Sanders, who is questionable right now. I don't believe it's anything serious. But if Emmanuel Sanders is out, Gabriel Davis becomes a good kind of value play uh, and something that maybe we might consider. 4914 That is $4 above minimum, uh, $3,400. Good for 79, 42, and 79. So you're getting a really good deep discount on Gabriel Davis. You will see the field uh, from time to time anyways. Um, but for right now, he would be more of a high, very high-risk uh, GPP play. So keep an eye on Emmanuel Sanders. If Emmanuel Sanders comes out, then I think he, instead of going Stephon Diggs, we can go Gabriel Davis. And get the savings there as our third wide receiver. Uh, outside of that, um, I really don't like it. I, I'm not going to be too onto it too much. Nothing else I like it. Tight end, of course, defense. I'm going to kind of stay away from in this game. Minnesota at Cincinnati. Minnesota opened as a two and a half point favorite. 47 was the over under. Minnesota increased it to a three point. Uh, advantage 47 and a half is now the over under here. Uh, Cincinnati's defense is not good. Uh, and they also lost Trey Waynes, which means, <laughs> uh, they had to, I believe they actually picked up Eli Apple again, um, and have him filling in. He is garbage. If I'm looking at the quarterback position, I do have a little bit of interest in Kirk Cousins. Uh, Cincinnati was 27th in pass defense DVOA, uh, only 16th in points allowed to the position at 19 on FanDuel, 19.8 on DK. The pricing, though, here, 7,200, 28, and 6,300, good for 11th, 10th, and 10th. Um, Wide receivers are in okay spots. Um, so I will definitely take a look at it. Um, uh, but more than likely we're going to go to the next guy and that is running back Dalvin cook should be pretty popular this weekend. I would suspect for cash games. So he's definitely somebody, uh, we need to consider paying up for, uh, Cincinnati Bengals last season, 21st in DVOA rush defense, 24th versus running backs in the passing game. 25th in points allowed to the running back position at 22.7 on FanDuel, 25.4 on DK. We have a pass-catching running back that is 9,438 and 9,100. Good for second across the board. He is really expensive. 
So we need to really decide whether or not we're going to try and jam him in there. But I would suspect that Dalvin Cook would have a really good day versus the Cincinnati Bengals defense. Looking at the wide receivers, now Justin Jefferson, his defensive opponent uh, is showing a 16th in DVOA versus a wide receiver one. That came mostly from uh, cornerback William Jackson III, who went to uh, Washington. So this is getting this is a lot better than what it looks like on paper. Uh, the Bengals are also 16th in points allowed to the wide receiver position at 29.6 and 36.7. That should go up because the secondary is way weaker. Uh, should face, for the most part, Ch- uh, Chidobe Awuzier. Uh So we definitely have to consider Justin Jefferson, and I'm going to tell you this right now. We are going to consider Adam Thielen as well. Uh, Bengals were six in DVOA versus the wide receiver two position, but again, this is Eli Apple in here, uh, a very beatable corner. Thielen is looked upon in the red zone, so let's look at the pricing here. JJ is eight thousand twenty-seven and seventy-seven hundred, good for fifth, seventh, and fifth. Adam Thielen seventy-three hundred twenty-four and seven thousand, good for ten, eleven, and nine. So both both the guys pretty damn good plays here this week uh tight end god cincinnati was 12th in dvoa versus tight end their safeties are actually pretty good it's the corners that you can really beat um but they were 27th in uh points per uh dvp points per game 11.9 on fanduel 14.8 on dk which means that they give up touchdowns so will we consider chris herndon i don't know tyler conklin I don't know. They're dirt fucking cheap, but I don't know if any of us are really going to want to try and trust this. Uh, Interesting defense would actually be Minnesota. Nobody is looking at them because they've seen what has happened to the secondary this offseason, or specifically in preseason, I should say. So everybody is off of them. Now, the Cincinnati Bengals were 27th in points allowed to the Uh, Opposing team's defense at 8.44. Minnesota Vikings, 3,810. So minimum price over there on Yahoo. 3,000 on DK. Good for 14, 20, and 10. So Yahoo is definitely a spot where I will consider them um, on there. That'd be right now, based on how the preseason went, high risk on it. But it is what it is. All right, we go to the Bengals side. Joe Burrow, I really, God, I'm telling you, I really don't want to. You got to look at him, I guess. But if I like that defense, then I got to kind of stay off of it. Man, oh, man. The next thing is whether or not. Because, see, Minnesota was 14th in DVOA pass defense. 13th in points per game at 18.8 on FanDuel, 20 on DraftKings. It's just whether or not Joe Burrow could get there. Can I? Do I believe that he can get there? Oh, my goodness. I just don't know on that one. Especially for the price ranking. Now I'm going to put this right below Cousins. I'm going to put him in just because I want to take a look at this in comparison. So... Joe Burrow, 7,200, 27, and 5,700. Good for 11, 12, and 15. 
You compare him to Kirk Cousins, tied on FanDuel. He's $1 less on Yahoo and $600 less on DK. So DK, DK is a possibility, but I still don't like it. Still don't like it. Now, Bengals should try to actually run the ball quite a bit and you get Joe Mixon in here. It's just that front. That front with the linebacking court has gotten better. Um, Vikings were 30th at the end of the season in rush defense DVOA, third in running backs uh, in the passing game. So we'd have to really rely on him if we trust this with his legs. They were 28th in points per game allowed to opposing teams. Running backs, 24.1 on FanDuel, 27.6 on DK. Pricing, 7,200, 24 and 6,200, good for 9, 12, and 15. So he's priced pretty well. This might be the contrarian play in using Mixon. Man, I just don't know. Now, there's a lot of love for T. Higgins. There's a little bit of love for uh, Tyler Boyd uh, because of ja- uh, Jamar Chase's drops this preseason, whether or not he's going to actually be able uh, to get anything done early in the season. He's definitely somebody to watch. This could be a Justin Jefferson thing. Um, Jamar Chase technically would have the best matchup. Uh, DVOA versus wide receiver ones for Minnesota was 28th. Uh, 9th versus wide receiver twos and 22nd versus wide receiver plus. They were 29th in points allowed to the position at 34.5 on FanDuel, 42 on DK. So I think a lot of people are still kind of thinking that this might be a shootout. I want to take a look at it again. Um, Jamar Chase, 5,500, 19 and 4,800. Good for 42nd, 19 and 38. T. Higgins, 6,020. And 4,700, good for 27th, 15th, and 41st. Uh, and Tyler Boyd, 5,900, 17, and 5,200, good for 29th, 26th, and 30th. So in reality, when you really kind of look at all this stuff, um, the best value for Jamar Chase is on FanDuel. The best value for T. Higgins is actually over on DK. And the best value for Tyler Boyd is actually on Yahoo. So each one has their own advantage, disadvantage in here. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals defense versus Minnesota? No, we're not even going to look at that. Stop it. All right, San Francisco at Detroit. San Francisco opened up as seven-point favorites. 47 was the over-under. Currently, San Francisco is the seven-and-a-half-point favorite. The total has gone down to 45-and-a-half. A uh, very good setup for every single piece of the San Francisco offense. Um, I'll just kind of go down the line here. So Detroit Lions defense is 32nd in DVOA pass defense, 32nd in points allowed to the position or the quarterback position, 24.2 and 25.4 on FanDuel and DK respectively. Versus the running backs, they are 27th in rush defense DVOA. This is, Remember, this is all last year's numbers. Uh, 32nd versus running backs in the passing game, 32nd in points allowed to the running back position at 30 on FanDuel, 33.1 on DK. Um, versus the wide receiver, they here we go, wide receiver 1, wide receiver 2, wide receiver plus DVOAs, 30th, 28th, and 19th. 
So top one would be Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel for wide receiver two, Muhammad Sanu for 19. Uh, they were also 30th in points allowed to the position, 36.5 on FanDuel, 45.5 on DK. And then you get tight end, uh, 21st in DVOA versus defense versus tight end position, 18th in points allowed to the position, 9.9 on FanDuel, 11.9 on DK. Uh, it's an absolute smorgasbord uh, for every single position here. So I'm actually consider I've considered uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. I have. Um, I've definitely considered Raheem Mostert and Trey Sermon. Mostly Mostert, not Trey Sermon. I don't think they're going to get the rookie out there as much um, in this first game. Uh, wide receiver, I am looking at not Brandon Ayuk, but Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk still kind of dealing with an injury there. And then George Kittle, man. George Kittle, 7,025 and 6,300. Good for second across the board. Still think I'd rather pay up for Kelsey. Yikes. Yikes, 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 yikes. I don't know. It, I guess it all depends on what we kind of accumulate for tight end here, but um, I'm going to assert him. I don't like him, though. Jimmy Garoppolo, 6,900, 24, and 5,500. Good for 16, 17, 17. So he's a heck of a value at quarterback in a good spot. But I do believe my my gut feeling says to use Raheem Mostert right out the gate. 6,100, 26, and 5,800. Good for 18th, 9th, and 19th. I, of course, like him more on FanDuel and DraftKings because of that. Uh, Trey Sermon is dirt cheap, but I just can't trust that. I just can't trust it whatsoever. Uh, the reason why I like Debo Samuel, though, 6,300, 18, and 5,900. Good for 21st, 21st, and 19th. So he's a hell of a value uh, in a really, really good spot. All right, Detroit side. Uh, I am. Oh, you know what? I forgot. San Francisco defense. Here's something that I found. I don't know if I put this into the uh, Daily Ambush uh, Discord, but uh, San Francisco is really expensive on FanDuel and DK. They're 5000 on FanDuel, good for first. Uh, 4200 on DK, good for first. Now, on Yahoo, though, they are $12. They are $2 above minimum price. They are ranked uh, 13th highest price defense, so... There's a pricing error right there. That is something, if you're playing Yahoo Cash or even just Yahoo uh, tournaments in there, uh, San Francisco 49ers defense is going to be really, really popular against Detroit, and they do have turnover potential because of Jared Goff. Um, so I think we definitely have to consider uh, just running San Francisco 49ers defense on Yahoo uh, and then maybe fading on the other two sites. I do not want any fucking part of Detroit here and this is another reason why i'm kind of looking at just using raheem mostert um i just fucking i don't like it whatsoever i don't like any of them you get a good price on every single player but fuck it sometimes you just got to pass on it and just 
kind of see what happens. Uh, we'll play a little bit lighter in week one per usual, kind of get our feet under us and see what happens from there. Here's the game that's going to be kind of like the big game stack game, and that's Arizona at Tennessee. Tennessee opened as a two and a half point favorite, 51 and a half is the over under. Currently, now Tennessee is now a three point favorite, 52 being the over under. We look at Kyler Murray for Arizona. Uh, yes, it is a West Coast team going to the East, at least in Central Time. So they should be okay. Um, this Tennessee secondary fucking sucks. I don't care what anybody says. It just fucking sucks, dude. Um, they didn't really do anything to really kind of solve their problems from last season. Uh, 30th ranked DVOA pass defense. 28th in points per game. Uh, allowed 22.1 on FanDuel, 23.4 on DK. Kyler Murray, I am going to take a look into um, and decide how much I want on him. <laughs> oh, man. We're skipping the running backs. I am not fucking, I'm probably not going to use Chase Edmonds or fucking James Conner all year. Uh, just don't have any interest there. The guy that I do have interest in is one DeAndre Hopkins, 8,200, 31, and 7,800, good for third, fourth, and fourth, so it's a pay-up guy. The Tennessee Titans were 15th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. They were 28th in points per game allowed to the wide receiver position. 36.2 on FanDuel, 45.9 on DK. We don't know what's going to happen with between, you know, like A.J. Green, Christian Kirk, Rondale Moore. We don't know what Kyler's going to like here. I think there's going to be a lot of people on Rondale Moore. He started getting hyped up about the last, you know, week, week and a half. So, but I'm not on him. And the only guy that I really trust is DeAndre Hopkins, who is going to be covered by a man by the name of Jack Rabbit Jenkins. The dude's name is fucking Jack Rabbit Jenkins. Jack Rabbit Jenkins. You got to attack that guy. Tight end, we're going to stay away from as well. Um, do have a little bit of interest with A.J. Green uh, as a value guy, especially if you're going to stack here. Um, so I would definitely consider him. Uh, the Titans are, were 19th in DVOA versus the wide receiver, too. Uh, so it's a really good spot. And he's getting Christian Fulton, uh, the second-year guy. So, A.J. Green, 5,413 and 3,800. Good for 48th, 55th, and 64th. Uh, really good prices there. So, uh, definitely a value uh, value guy if you are at that point. So, uh, on the other side, we have Ryan Tannehill. Now, the Eagle, uh, God, I want to call everybody the fucking Eagles. What the hell? Um, the Arizona Cardinals. We're ninth in DVOA pass defense, 17th in points per game allowed to the quarterback position, 19.3 and 20.2. Uh, Ryan Tannehill does use his legs uh, for the most part, uh, or from time to time, I should say. 7,700, 31, and 6,500, good for 6, 7, and 8. So he's the best price over on DK. Uh, the offense does run through Derrick Henry. Now the problem is, whether or not you believe 
the Titans are going to stay committed to running the football and whether or not he's going to bring back the value that you need there. He's 8,900, 34, and 8,800, good for third across the board. Cardinals were 13th in DVOA rush defense, 30th versus running backs in the passing game, which, you know, Derrick Henry doesn't do a hell of a lot, and 18th in points per game versus running back position, 20.9 on FanDuel, 23.4 on DK. So I'm going to consider him, but I'm not really looking forward to him. Uh, The thing I'm most wondering is if I'm just going to go ahead and game stack this just like uh, other people are. And just kind of go with the main targets in here. Uh, one being A.J. Brown, the other one being Julio Jones. A.J. Brown is questionable. Uh, the The belief is that it's a maintenance day, uh, so I'm not going to buy too much into it, but just keep an eye on it. He is going against the Arizona defense, who is 20th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one. Julio Jones facing the 23rd ranked DVOA uh, versus wide receiver twos. Yes, the Cardinals only gave up 13 points per game last year, or 13 points per game. There were 13th in points allowed to the wide receiver position last year. 28.7 on FanDuel, 36.6 on DK. Here's the kicker. So this secondary is pretty much decimated at the cornerback positions. You've got Robert Alford covering A.J. Brown. Uh, Robert Alford has not been on a field for about two or three years. And then Marco Wilson covering Julio Jones. So to me... With the linebackers that Arizona has, the safety plays, why hammer Derrick Henry into the ground when you can just go over the top and beat the secondary? That's kind of my thought process. So I'm going to take this one real long and real hard, uh, but I do have to give you the prices here. So A.J. Brown, 7827 and 7100 good for 7 7 and 8 uh, Julio Jones, 7,029 and 6,800, good for 11, 6, and 11. So Julio Jones is actually more expensive on Yahoo than A.J. Brown, and I think that's fucking disgusting. Uh, tight ends we're not going to take a look at. We're not going to take a look at the defenses either for this game, so we are going to move on. Next game would be Seattle at Indianapolis. Indianapolis opened up as a two-point favorite. 52 was the over-under. Seattle is now the favorite at two-and-a-half points. Uh, the over-under dropped to 49.5. So there's not a whole hell of a lot that I like here, except for one spot, and that's DK Metcalf versus uh, Xavier Rhodes. Uh, Colts were 18th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, um, and they were 19th in points allowed to the wide receiver position as a whole, 30.4 on FanDuel, 38.3 on DK. Pricing for DK Metcalf, 7,700, 26, and 7,500. Good for 8, 9, and 7. So not too bad for a near elite wide receiver. Like I said, everything else I'm kind of passing by. Not going to trust the Colts quarterbacks uh, for right now. They have not said if Carson Wentz is starting. It could They could have done it while I was on here. But um, last I had heard, they had not officially announced that he was going to start the season. So... I'm not going to trust anything there. Now, you you can take a look at Jonathan Taylor. He should get a lot of work. Um, But I don't know if I like his pricing against the uh, 10th-ranked DVOA rush defense, 19th versus running backs in the passing game, Uh, 15th in points allowed to the running back position as a whole, 
uh, points per game on FanDuel, 24.3 points per game on DK. So Jonathan Taylor, I'm probably passing in the first week. I also don't really want to use any of the Colts wide receivers for right now. Um, Zach Pascal does have a pretty good matchup against Trey Flowers. Uh, Paris Campbell actually has an even better matchup against Marquise Blair. Uh, Seattle in DVOA versus each uh, wide receiver. First versus the one, 17th versus the two, 23rd versus the plus. 23rd points per game allowed overall to the position. 34.4 on FanDuel, 45.1 on DK. So I just don't know if I'm going to trust any of this, to be honest with you. It might just be DK, and that's it. There's no reason to really force anything in, so don't do it if you don't have to. Um, The only question is whether or not we're going to take a look at any of these defenses. I would expect this game to be pretty damn slow. That's why I want DK, DK only. Move on to the next one. L.A. Chargers at Washington. Chargers open as two-point favorite. 44.5 was the over-under. Still a 44.5 over-under, but their uh, advantage has dropped to minus one right now. Um, There's not really anybody that I kind of want to start here outside of maybe Keenan Allen. We talked about the Eckler injury, so that's that could open up some value. Um, but we all know the Chargers. We just don't trust the Chargers with the running backs. It doesn't matter if it's a new regime or not. But I will trust Keenan Allen uh, versus the wide receiver one, the Douche Canoes. We're 27th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, uh, but only second in points allowed to the wide receiver position. I really respect this defense, and I do not want to bother trying to attack it. Uh, They only gave up 25.6 points on FanDuel, 32.4 on DK, so it's not really all that great. But he is going to get covered by Daryl Roberts whenever he's in the slot. He probably see a little bit of William Jackson when he's out on, uh, when they go just too wide. Um, So really, I don't know how much I like this play, but it is a one-off for right now. A lot of people might not try it either. Seventy uh, pricing seventy four hundred eighteen and sixty nine hundred good for nine twenty first and tenth. So uh, really, really good price over on Yahoo um, for that. We're not going to trust the tight ends at all. Um, do we want to use the Chargers defense versus this offense? I don't think so. I just don't think so. Do really like the uh, Washington side. I do like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Uh, Chargers in the 17th in DVOA pass defense, 22nd in points allowed to the quarterback position. He is pretty cheap over at FanDuel, too. Um, I just don't know how much I really like him. I just don't know. At least not this week. Antonio Gibson I might take a shot on, though, because uh, he faces a Chargers defense that was 26 uh, in DVOA rush defense. 17th versus the running back in the passing game. DVP ranked 14th. So in totality, uh, they gave up 20.7 points on FanDuel per game and 24 points per game on DK. I don't really like the wide receivers, to be completely honest with you. Uh, Curtis Samuel is hurting. I have to watch that because if Diami Brown moves up in there, I might consider Diami Brown. Um, But... 
really that is only again that's only if uh Curtis Samuel does not play what I consider Diami Brown cuz he would actually fill that role pretty well uh 4710 and 3000 good for 99 74 and 91 can't get much cheaper than that you just can't uh Logan Thomas though is definitely a guy on the other side if I wanted to do one offs on both uh would definitely consider Thomas here uh faces 20th ranked DVOA versus tight end now their safeties have gotten better with Derman James being back so this is something we kind of have to consider and be careful with. 21st in points allowed to the position, 10.8 on FanDuel, 13.2 on DK. Uh, so, yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Would I consider the Washington football team versus the Chargers? Herbert has had games where he's had a mess load of turnovers, but I just don't know if I can trust it. Offensive line is better, so it should negate some of that pass rush. I'm just not 100% sold. Um, not 100% sold on any of it, but if anything, it's probably defense and Antonio Gibson out of that game, and that's about it. Uh, Jets versus Carolina. Carolina opened as a 3.5-point favorite. 43.5 was the over-under. Currently, Carolina is a 5-point favorite now, 44.5 over-under. So not a lot of people liking uh, this game whatsoever, at least not yet. Zach Wilson has a good matchup. Carolina was 23rd in DVOA pass defense, 20th in points allowed to quarterbacks, 19.8 on FanDuel, 21 uh, to DK. Uh, still probably not going to go there, not going to trust the rookie, not going to trust this running back group. Uh, and notice they said group, they're all going to get their share in there. Would have liked to attack Carolina, 20th ranked DVOA pat, uh, rush defense, 29th versus running backs in the passing game, uh, 17th in points per game uh, at 21.5 on FanDuel, 25.3 on DK. So I like them. I just don't know how much I really want to consider them. I don't know how much I want to consider uh, their wide receivers either. Jamison Crowder still in COVID protocol. Don't know what's going to happen between Elijah Mark. He did. Zach Wilson did like Corey Davis, and we do kind of have to consider that, uh, even though the Panthers were 12th in DVOA uh, versus the wide receiver one. I just don't know if I really want to try and trust it, just to be completely open and honest about it. Don't like tight ends either. Carolina side I do like. Um I do like Sam Darnold. He's priced way the fuck down. Um, so this gonna that would allow you to pay for more of your upper end guys at wide receiver or especially running back. Um, so I'm, I've got to consider Sam Darnold. I also have to consider uh, both DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson. Now, remember, Robbie Anderson and Sam Darnold technically are, this is the quote-unquote revenge game already. Um, we'll consider both of them. I may have to make a decision because I usually will not start both. But DJ Moore faces a uh, Jets defense that is 
22nd in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, 29th in DVOA versus the wide receiver two. That would be Robbie Anderson. 20th in points allowed overall to the wide receiver position. Uh, 31.1 on FanDuel, 39.5 on DK. So can they get it done? I believe so. Will they get it done? I don't know. Sam Darnold, I forgot to give you guys that one. Um, as far as his pricing is concerned, I really don't have a lot of running backs in there. Uh, but I forgot to mention Sam Darnold, 6,500, 25, and 5,000, good for 26, 16, and 26. So Yahoo, I would fade, uh, but more consider on FanDuel and DK if I'm running that way. DJ Moore, 6,700, 16, and 6,100, good for 14, 31st, and 17th. Really good price over in Yahoo. Robbie Anderson, 6,200, 14, and 5,700, good for 23rd, 42nd, and 21st. Again, really good prices on Yahoo. And maybe that's where I'm going to put a full stack in there. Um, man, oh, man. I don't know if I want to touch the tight end, and that's a little bit too bad. Um, Jets were 27th in DVOA versus tight end position, 32nd in points allowed to the tight end position. Uh, 15 points per game on FanDuel, 18.2 points per game on DK. I guess maybe I'll take a look at Dan Arnold uh, for GPP. This is real super fucking boomer bust, though. So if you use this, you'd have to really fucking be careful and maybe just run one on there. But I like what Zach Wilson's doing, um, so I'm not going to trust the Carolina Panthers defense, even though... uh, Jets were 32nd in points allowed per game to opposing teams' defenses at 9.13. I still think we got to fucking fade it. It all depends on what you think of Zach Wilson. I actually need another defense, so I'm going to consider Carolina. Um, but they are priced way. Holy shit, they are priced way the fuck up. I guarantee you I am not. They're not going to end up in there. They're just not. Just not. Jacksonville and Houston. Uh, Jacksonville opened minus uh, as a two-point favorite. 46 was the over-under. Uh, currently, Jacksonville moved up to a three-point favorite and is now a 45-point over-under. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit faster here because we're running long. It's a little over an hour right now. we still got to finish these uh, late games, uh, late se- uh, Sunday, and kind of preview the – I don't know if we're going to preview the Sunday-Monday. Yeah, we better. Um but what I'm going to say here is I'm not going to trust Trevor Lawrence whatsoever right now. Uh, attacking the Houston Texans, um, to me, I would rather attack with James Robinson. There's no Travis Etienne, so uh, no real threat for carries behind him. Um, I think everybody's going to look at Bradley Roby and just kind of be with him being traded to New Orleans just being like it's a lot weaker, and it really is. But I still think they beat this team on the ground behind James Robinson, 5,900, 27, 6,400, good for 21st, 7th, and 13th. You also have to remember the offensive philosophies of the coaches. Uh, Daryl Bevel being the offensive coordinator, he's more apt to have a heavier running game. So is Urban Meyer from his times in Ohio State. Um, another reason why I'm not even going to bother with Trevor Lawrence, any wide receivers, I just don't think that Houston can really, you know, stay together with them. Uh, 
um, they're not going to be able to follow them. So, I mean, if you're doing a higher end stack or doing a, you know, a heavy stack on the Jaguar side, there really isn't that much. There really isn't anything that you want to trust on the other side. So, um, nothing for Houston. Uh, Jacksonville's defense, I would consider. Uh, they are missing a kicker right now. Missing a kicker. Um, but uh, Jacksonville, 3,900, 10, and 2,700. Good for 12, 20, and 14. So they are virtually, virtually dirt cheap. Dirt cheap. Cleveland at Kansas City. Kansas City opens a six-point favorite, 53-and-a-half over under. Kansas City is currently still a six-point favorite, but a 54 is now the over-under here. Uh, typically, I don't. I don't spend money on the quarterbacks against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they tend not to work out a lot of the times, but, I mean, if you want to start Baker Mayfield thinking that, bang, uh, that figuring that the Browns were going to be playing from behind, I don't blame you. But for me... Always, always attack at Kansas City with the running backs. So really need to make a determination on whether or not I want to use Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt. Uh, Kareem Hunt being more of the pass-catching back, of course. But Chiefs, 31st in rush defense DVOA, 31st versus the running back in the passing game, 23rd in points allowed to the position at 22.7 and 26.1. To me, I think this screams a heavy Nick Chubb game to try and stay ahead, get ahead and stay ahead. 7,700, 29, and 7,200, good for 7, 5, and 7. But I cannot deny the price pricing on Kareem Hunt. 6,000, 17, and 5,500, good for 19, 21, and 21. Not trusting any of the wide receivers for right now or the tight ends. So we're going to skip over to the other side. Uh, Patrick Mahomes I'm also not interested in, top Top-priced quarterback. Um, I just really, I, just, I don't know. I, there's something about this game I just have no interest in. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, I'm not taking a shot on him being questionable, even though, you know, the numbers for Cleveland, they're going to look good. But the problem is that they've really revamped that defense with their personnel and stuff. Um, so I'm kind of staying away from it. Now, let's see here. Wide receivers, McCall Hardman went questionable, so that doesn't help. Not really huge on Tyreek Hill. I do believe he's, if McCall Hardman does not play, he's going to see a lot of Denzel Ward, I think. So I don't know how much they're going to run 3-4 wide when they're shorthanded. The best places to attack with a wide receiver are wide receiver 2, which would have been Coleman. 30th versus the wide receiver plus, which is Demarcus Robinson. I just don't see any upside in it, so I'm not going to trust it. But I will take a look at Travis Kelsey, the top price tight end across the board. 8,500, 33, and 8,300. He's going to get a ton of targets, and that's why I would consider him. I don't know if I can consider him in 50-50s or cash games, um, but definitely in GPPs probably is not something, not a bad idea to take a look at. It's always stable. 
Uh, late afternoon games, Miami at uh, New England. New England opens as a two-and-a-half-point favorite. 45-and-a-half was the over-and-under. New England is now a three-point favorite, so it went up. 43-and-a-half uh, over-under, so that went down. Um, as far as the Miami side, ugh, two, it looks pretty good price-wise, but 18th-ranked DVOA pass defense, 7th in points allowed to the quarterback position. Probably just rather save it. Uh, the place to beat the New England Patriots was at running back, um, but I can't trust this three hundred three hundred monster, especially for cash games. Uh, Patriots last season were thirty second in rush defense, DVOA tenth in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, twenty first in points allowed to the running back position, twenty one point five on FanDuel, twenty four point six on DK. I just think I'm just going to skip it. I just don't have a really good feeling about that whatsoever. So New England side, um, not not looking at Mac Jones. Uh, about the only piece that I'm really looking at here is going to be Damian Harris, running back, uh, facing Miami, 22nd uh, ranked uh, DVOA ranked rush defense. 26 versus running backs in the passing game. His price point, 5,817 and 5,200, good for 23rd, 21st, and 24th. He's going to get a heavy dose in this game, so I really, really kind of like him. Uh, next thing you have, really have to look at is, or kind of try and figure out is whether or not um, the defense is going to be able to force any, force any turnovers here which is kind of highly unlikely, but um, you got to pay up for them, though. 4,400, 15, and 3,900, good for fifth, sixth, and second. So it's quite expensive. Quite, quite expensive. Green Bay at New Orleans in Jacksonville. New Orleans opened as a one-and-a-half point favorite. 51 was the over-under. Green Bay is currently the favorite at minus four-and-a-half. Uh, 50 is the over-under. So nothing really big here that I want to look at. Um, as far as the Green Bay side, uh, really when I look at it, it's if I go Green Bay, it's probably Devontae Adams or Bust. Um, Granny, I don't think he'll have as good of a season as he did last year, but 8,635 and 8,300 good for first, first, and first. Uh, New Orleans does... Did set up after the year uh, as being 11th ranked DVOA defense versus wide receiver ones. Uh, 17th in points per game allowed, 29.6 on FanDuel, 36.7 on DK. Uh, if he stays to the one side, he'll see a lot of pulse in Adebo. Uh, he will see Marshawn Lattimore at times, but I do believe he can beat both those corners. And for right now, until Roby gets there, I mean, it's really the spot to attack, but uh, I just can't pull the trigger on most of these, especially at t- especially tight ends too. So, New Orleans side, I don't know if we could take a look at Jameis Winston. I don't know how much this game would really get away from him. I do kind of like Aaron Rodgers too, but I don't know if I'm going to trust that one. Um, really about the only guy that I like here is going to be Alvin Kamara, when in doubt, trust the running back. Um, 
8,600 good for fourth, third, and fourth. Uh, Green Bay was 13th in DVOA rush defense, uh, 27th in DVOA versus running back in the passing game, and they were also 27th in points allowed to the position as a whole at 24.1 on FanDuel, 27.9 on DK. Uh, so I'm definitely considering Alvin Kamara, but that is probably more of a GPP-type play um, as far as I can see. Now i got to check the setup here. There's one wide receiver that I kind of like, cause, only because they said he's going to line up against Kevin King, and i got to definitely look into that um, because I would definitely agree with that. Um, it, but the problem is that he could face Jair Alexander from time to time. And that who is this? This is Marquez Call- Callaway that I'm talking about. 5,200, 12, and 3,400. Good for 58, 66, and 79. The Green Bay Packers were 10th in DVOA versus the wide receiver one, but they're kind of calling Callaway the wide receiver two if he's going to be on Kevin King and Traquan Smith being the wide receiver one. So um, that one you're just going to kind of have to fidget with and decide if you want to dip your toes in there. But like I said, it's a it's a 50 over under. It's up there, but it is what it is. Uh, Denver at New York Giants. Giants opened as a one-point favorite. 43 was the over under. Denver is now a three-point favorite, 41 and a half uh, over under. A um, couple spots that we can take a look at. I do have some love for Javante Williams, but I do understand that um, he's probably not going to be a terrific play against a better defense, so. Um, but Javante Wilson, 5,613 and 4,000. Good for 25th, 35th, 48th. He's a hell of a cheap running back. We do believe in him, um, but I just don't know if I'm going to pull the trigger on it. Just don't know. Uh, Jerry Judy would definitely be the guy that I'm looking at as far as wide receivers are concerned. Faces the defense 21st in DVOA versus the wide receiver two. Um... 10th in points allowed to the position as a whole, 28.1 on FanDuel, 35.7 on DK. Also doesn't have to face James Bradbury. That would be Cortland Sutton. He gets a Dory Jackson, which we love to attack AA. Denver Broncos defense definitely in play here. 4,100, 13, and 3,300. Good for 8th, 11th, and 7th. So... What's going on? So, yeah, Jerry Judy should be just fine. All right. Uh, who else do we like here? Denver Broncos defense, definitely. Um, New York Giants were 29th in DVP. Uh, points allowed to the defense at 8.63. Uh, they're pricing 4113 and 3300 good for 8th, 11th, and 7th. So another good, definitely never good uh, FanDuel price. He's going to be pretty expensive too. New York Giants versus Denver Broncos defense. I don't like a goddamn thing in here. I really don't. I just don't. Secondary is really tough. Linebacking core is really tough. Defensive line is really tough. So... To be honest with you, I'm going to pass on this. I'm also going to pass on the defense uh, versus the Broncos just because I believe that they're that much better. So, um, Do Chicago-LA real quick. 
Chicago, L.A. Rams. L.A. Rams opened a six and a half point favorite. Forty three and a half was the over under. Rams are still currently the favorite. It's up to seven and a half. Forty seven being the over under. Uh, from the Chicago Bears side, I'm not touching a fucking thing. Not touching a fucking thing. Could you touch the defense and try and get some uh, turnovers out of Matthew Stafford? Absolutely, but not even going to trust that either. Rams side, uh, don't really see anything in particular that interests me outside of uh, maybe Tyler Higby. I don't have the pricing for him right now, um, but faces a defense that's 19th in DVOA versus tight end. 31st in points allowed to the position, 13 on FanDuel, 15.8 on DK. So it's actually a really good play for Tyler Higby here. Uh, Matt A should be all right. Uh, Rams defense, yeah, quite possibly. It is Andy Dalton. Baltimore versus Las Vegas. Baltimore opened as a 5.5 point favorite, 52 being the over-under. That has now dropped to a four, as a 4.5 point favorite, 50.5 being the over-under. There's a lot to love here. Um, especially against the Raiders. Everything's going to pretty much be in green. Uh, the guys that I would consider for Monday Night Football would be uh, Lamar Jackson, would consider Gus Edwards, Marquise Brown at wide receiver. Uh, on the Las Vegas Raiders side, there's really two spots that you can attack here. That's running backs in the passing game, which has been kind of successful so instead of Josh Jacobs even if Josh Jacobs play plays gets off that questionable tag I'm still probably going to consider Kenyon Drake in a showdown in a showdown slate the other spot to attack is at tight end so Darren Waller being in play Baltimore was 22nd in DVOA versus tight end 10th in points allowed to the position as a whole 9.7 on FanDuel and 12.2 on DK so we have our start for our player pool. You know, things can change um, and whatnot. But that's about all I can really do, man, for right now, just as a first insertion point for the players. Gets us a nice start. We got a couple days. We'll keep paring it down. We'll keep paring it down. We'll keep looking at stuff. And, man, let's work towards killing fucking week one. This podcast has been going on for an hour and 20 minutes. I'm going to fucking bed. Peace out. I'll talk to you tomorrow.